I'm here live. It's not that I'm not a cat. Jackie Weaver. <laughs> What a week it has been. Uh, it's currently minus five outside. It is absolutely freezing. I hope you're all keeping safe, uh, obviously, during the current pandemic, and you're all fit and healthy. Welcome back. Uh, this is episode two, the ICU Gamer podcast with your host, The Major. I'm currently joined here today by Tony and Callum. There is no Shinobi today. He is taking a day off. But before we jump into the main section of the news, uh, we had a message on Twitter asking why we weren't posting news as frequently in the mornings or as uh, regular as we have been. And there's a reason for that. Firstly, I do all the news and admin myself, so whenever we see review uh, go out on our website, we post it on social media, I coordinate with the reviewers, we have a number of reviewers already, I've worked with ICU Gamer on the team, and they will put together a review, but I have to handle the review codes, get the reviews back, talk to developers, talk to publishers, and to PR companies that send us stuff. So, you know, there's a lot of work involved with there, there's a lot of stuff we're doing in the back end, videos, merch, we got clothing coming up, there's going to be podcast link on the website either from today or from tomorrow, hopefully that'll be done by the latest tomorrow, you know, there is a lot of stuff that the parent company is doing as far as, because it isn't just ICU Gamer, the ICU Online, which is our parent company has, uh, we do have other businesses that work because ICU Online is a community hub for business. A lot of the people that work on ICU Online have run their own companies, and ICU Gamer is mine. Um, but we are owned by ICU Online, so there there is a lot of stuff that everybody in this company is working hard on different things, and we're all trying to build something here. So, with serious apologies, we're not posting as regularly uh, as we used to, or as much as we can. And the reason for that is because there's just... There's so much going on, and we have a lot of stuff that you obviously not seeing. There's a number of stuff that I can't talk about yet because it's not at the point where I can talk about it. But hopefully by the end of this week, leading up until about March, April, uh, we'll start having some more stuff uh, to put out. At the moment, it's news and podcasts. Obviously, we've been growing and doing more for the last few months, but it's, it's about building a team because obviously I can't do it on my own. Uh, so if you want to come work for ICU Gaming, you can just drop us a message on any of the social media or email us help.icugamer at gmail.com. The other reason for the fact we're not posting as regularly, and this is kind of personal, but you know, I'll, I think you guys deserve to know. If you follow me on Twitter at the underscore major pain, that's T-H-E-E, basically I have a condition called FND, which is Functional Neurological Disorder. There is one in ten people who have it. It's more common than you think, but you know, in my case it's brought in by a prolonged period of stress. You'll find that a lot of ex-servicemen uh, like me have this condition because PTSD is severe stress and the body can't cope with it. So uh, mine's come from a young age. I've had a lot of negative experiences that I've gone through, but it results in having non-epileptic seizures or epileptic type seizures that cause seizures in the morning. Me use more in the morning, it causes headaches, nausea, dizziness, that sort of stuff. So in the mornings, I'm pretty bad, and I'm not feeling too good in the mornings. As soon as I'm feeling better, though, I do stop working. I, I work, on average, about 10, 11 hours a day, you know, trying to build the company up and get us to a point where we are financially viable, everybody's getting paid, and there's more business coming in. We can do everything we want to do, because there is a lot that ICU Game is meant to be. We have merch, we want to be able to sell games and consoles, we want to host videos and do editorials and share like basic news of what we're doing in the podcast, but in, obviously in article form. But we're not able to accomplish that yet, because we just don't have the manpower 
all the time. And we're hoping that this is going to be uh, more uh, coming. Uh, hopefully by the end of April we'll have some more stuff to share out. If you follow us on Twitter you know what we've been hinting at. So we'll get into that in just a little bit. But um, yeah, that's the reason why we're not sharing so much lately. Before uh, we jump into the main segment of the news... CD Projekt Red has been hacked, and that is obviously the biggest story this week. What has happened is a group, a ransom group, uh, called Hello Kitty, uh, which is a stupid name for a <laughs> for a hacker group. They've stolen a bunch of source code from CD Projekt Red, and that's not just you know source code for their games. It's also stuff like uh, their admin, their legal documents, you know, accounts, a whole bunch of stuff. And they sent a ransomware letter uh, to CD Projekt Red. I'm just going to pull this up here. So, if you guys have seen this... Oh, dear Lord. Uh, this group has been around for a while. They have done this to other people. So, CD Projekt Red is not the first. So, I'm going to read this quick message that they sent to CD Projekt Red, which was done in a notepad file. The message reads, Dear CD Projekt Red, you have been epically peoned. You can tell how intelligent these people are. We have done full copies of the source codes from your point. I don't know what Perforce is meant to say. Uh, from your Perforce Center. Uh, for Cyberpunk 2077, Witcher 3, Gwent, and the unreleased version of Witcher 3, which I think is going to probably be the PS5 release. Uh, we have also dumped all of your documents relating to accounting, administration, legal, HR, investor relations, and more. Also, we have encrypted all of your servers. But you understand they can most likely recover from backups, which they have. If we will not come to an agreement, then your source codes will be sold or leaked online, and your documents will be sent to our contacts in gaming journalism. Bearing in mind, we are gaming journalists. We don't want anything from them. And any journalists out there that may listen to this, do not buy stuff from this, because obviously if you leak that you have these documents, then we know that you're scummy and you don't deserve to be in journalism, quite frankly, because you're screwing over a company that you're supposed to be, you know, have some manner of respect for. Uh, your public image will go down the shitter even more, and people will see how shitty your company functions. Poorly worded. Uh, investors will lose interest in your company, and the stock will dive even lower. You have 48 hours. So, CD Projekt Red replied. I think it was the next day after this caught wind in the press. And I'm going to quickly read through this as well. Yesterday, we discovered that we had become a victim of a targeted cyber attack due to which some of our internal systems have been compromised. An unidentified actor gained unauthorized access to our internal network, collected certain data belonging to CG Project Capital Group, and left the ransom note the content of which we will release to the public. Although some services in our network have been encrypted, our backups remain intact. We have already secured our IT infrastructure and began restoring the data. We have not given in to the demands nor negotiate with the actor. Being aware that this may eventually lead to the release of our compromised data, we are taking necessary steps to mitigate the consequences of such a release, in particular by approaching any parties that may be affected due to the breach. We are investigating the incident, however, at this time we can confirm to our best knowledge the compromised systems did not contain any personal data of our players or users of our service. We have already approached the relevant authorities, including law enforcement and the president of the Personal Data Protection Office, as well as IT forensic specialists, and we, are, we will closely cooperate with them in order to fully investigate this incident. Now, this they obviously stole source code of Cyberpunk of Witcher 3. Those of which have been found on, on sharing sites and they've been up, put up for auction as of two days ago. CD Projekt Red have uh, stated that, you know, they're going to legally fight this. They, we know now who these people are thanks to people on Twitter uh, who compared to knows me the style of writing to other things, to uh, other companies and what they've shared. And they found it's the same group. Uh, but these codes for Cyberpunk are currently selling for a million dollars. Ouch. So yeah, uh, 
GameStop briefly shared this, and following the CG Project Red hack earlier this week, those responsible have taken the source codes of developers' games and put it onto an online auction site, allegedly starting a bid for one million and selling the entire kit for seven. According to a well-known data security firm, VX Underground, the hackers posted the source code to the exploits forum, an internet forum populated by other hackers. VX uh, Underground said the hackers started a bid at one million for the source code to Cyberpunk and Gwent. Uh, an unreleased version of The Witcher 3, which I'm assuming, obviously, again, that is just the uh, PS5 remake. Some people have been rumoring on Reddit that they were going to remake it for uh, for PS5. Uh, many of the files have found their way to other other spaces on the end, like 4chan and Mega, that have since taken down by moderators to ensure they don't end up in more hands. This comes as CD Projekt Red refused to comply with the hacker's demands. Good on them. Who gave the studio 48 hours to come to agreement. Obviously, this has been... Uh, a frequent thing for this last week, a lot of places have been uh, sharing this news, so a lot of you guys are probably going to know about most of this already. Uh, but thankfully, you know, these guys will get caught, hopefully, at some point, and uh, we can ensure they don't end up in more hands. Hopefully, we're going to have some more news on this. Uh, I don't see CD Projekt Red bowing to these guys' demands at any point in the future, and obviously the local authorities and uh, U.S. authorities are on the board with this, and of course... Uh, this comes as CD Projekt Red refused to comply with the hacker's demands who gave the studio 48 hours to come to an agreement. Dickhead, you're such a dickhead. And everybody knows it, everyone but you. You're a dickhead. I hope you'll soon be dead. And this is payback time for what you put me through. From one bunch of dickheads though to seven. This is gonna be your dickhead of the week, Seppin. I know a lot of people like this seven. We did get a lot of praise for this last week. Uh, some people thought it was funny, but this is the dickhead of the week segment. Uh, we did this last week. If you guys watch that episode, uh, you're gonna be wherever you find podcasts. We have got a link on the website if you want to go listen to it again. Um, but this is quite frankly disgusting. Um, Jack Septicar, you guys know who he is. Uh, he's a very prominent YouTuber, 15 million followers. Um, but does a lot of reaction videos and gaming videos. He's been taking some time off uh, for this last few weeks, mainly because his father passed away, and he wanted some time to grieve. Um, I hope he's doing okay. I hope his family is doing okay. But, you know, there's some people that are not too happy about it. And if you've seen the messages on Twitter and the video he posted, um, he basically made the statement that he was going to take some time off to deal with his grief, and he'll be back when he's ready. But some people weren't too happy about it, and they decided to send him memes um, and extremely disgusting comments. Quite frankly, these people need to grow up, and if Jack isn't going to say it, because he, he, said, he called these people scum, and if those people are watching or listening or following us, please don't, please go away, we don't want you here. Uh, quite frankly, your lack of empathy is revolting. God bless Jack, I hope he's doing alright, and uh, he can come to terms with the uh, loss of his father. I know what it's like to lose a parent, um, I know what it's like to have that sort of grief. Me personally, I wasn't too close with my biological father, but you know, I had grandparents, my grandfather pretty much raised me, and you know, I have a stepfather, so I know what it's like to uh, to lose people that you love deeply, and uh, I hope he's doing alright, you know, he's going to take some time off and come back, but to those trolls... For all these people that are supposed to love Jack and uh, like his videos and at least show the man some respect and leave him alone. You know, he'll be back when he's back. It's not, he's doing videos for you. It's not a right. You don't have the right to take, you know, to tell him to do something. Let the man grieve. <laughs>
Hello, this is Callum's uh, three-minute quick news segment, and to start off, we have Sonic 2 movie announced. So, everyone remembers the first Sonic the Hedgehog movie after the controversial changes that were made, and that helped to make the movie much better. Uh, well, the sequel is coming out, and we don't know what's going to happen to uh, Dr. Robotnik. He is trapped on a planet, but there is tales, and he is coming back. Should be fun, should be interesting. Um, next we got Joel, Last of Us TV series news. Here, Ali Mahershala Ali was offered the role of Joel in HBO's Last of Us series. This is a different take and a departure to the um, original protagonist. There is a bit of controversy because the new actor is of um, a different skin colour to the original. Does that matter? Comment below. Or give us feedback on what you think. It shouldn't matter, but uh, we'll see. The next bit of news is the uh, Jared Leto Joker reveal. We have a new look at Joker, uh, the Snyder Cut of the Justice League, and he looks very creepy. It's like a cross between Pennywise and the original Jared Leto. Next bit of the news today is the Pigs Can game. So... Pigs can actually game. Scientists have discovered this through an experiment. They use tools, they can learn how mirrors work, and they can also display how sensitive they are in terms of their emotion to their peers. Pigs are very clever creatures. And uh, lastly, Jack Black. Yes, Jack Black is actually playing Claptrap in the Borderlands movie. He is the voice of him in the movie, and I think it's a perfect fit. What do you guys think? So... I don't know whether you guys have seen this story of the YouTuber that died in the robbery prank. Have you read this yet? Yeah, yeah, we've read it. You've read it. Uh, basically, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, there was a there's a YouTuber um, who's from Nashville, Tennessee. He's 20 year old Timothy Wilkes, and him and his friend decided it'd be a good idea uh, for a YouTube prank to try and rob a store at knife point. Uh, the owner uh, didn't realise that this was supposed to be a prank. Pulled out a gun, and shot them, or shot Timothy dead. Uh, quite frankly, stupidest thing that I think anybody could do. These YouTube pranks are getting a bit ridiculous, and uh, please don't do this. Please do not ever rob a store and think it's a prank. It's not funny, and you're probably going to get hurt just as Timothy did. I do wish we obviously do wish his family uh, deep condolences. Um, but stupid people, don't be stupid, please. Uh, right, we move on. Six days in Fallujah controversy. Uh, so. Capcom uh, previously cancelled. Was it Capcom or Konami? Uh, I think it was Capcom. Um, let's see. From uh, so basically, the game, the Six Days and uh, recreates true stories from the Iraq uh, War. At least it was going to Atomic Games. Uh, Victoria is publishing, and they're the production company. Yeah, I mean, this there is a lot of controversy with this game, mm. and it's mainly because. Uh, firstly, U.S. Army uh, recruitment is down, and this game seems to be one big PR stunt to get people, you know, invested in the U.S. Army. It dusts over a lot of the war crimes that American soldiers did. Me personally, as ex-military, uh, I'm not too much of a fan of this. Uh, there was a lot of stuff that happened in Iraq which should not have been remembered. And there is stuff in that happened in Iraq that should be remembered, but this game seems to be dusting over the facts of what actually occurred during that time. Quite frankly, I don't really want to see this game get made. I think Capcom did the right thing in cancelling this game, 
but I'd obviously get your guys' take on it. What do you think of the uh, of this game? Because obviously there's a former Marine Sergeant, Eddie Garcia, uh, who was wounded in Iraq, who's, who's in this game, and he's had some proposal for this game. It was his idea. But, you know, this, this seems to be one big U.S. propaganda for some reason. It's propaganda. It's interesting. It's an interesting kind of game. It, it's not like your typical Call of Duty, which is basically like an arcade-style shooter. It doesn't take itself seriously. This actually takes itself seriously more in vain of like a Battlefield game, uh, which even nowadays doesn't take itself that seriously. It's going to be controversial. It, it's touching topics, which really... Games would have eventually have won too. It's like how games portray World War Two and uh, other stuff as well, and World War One and and games that really portray any past war. To be fair, you know, like Modern Warfare Two had a very controversial level. The Russian one, where you were in the airport and you could shoot civilians, um, that hadn't stopped mm. them from not putting that in the remaster. Yeah, so, but there, there was calls yeah. to cancel that Call of Duty game when it first released because of that scene. True, it but was. A lot of that is that was all fictionalized. There wasn't any reality in that game. True. Uh, this does. This, this this tries to recreate true stories, mm. and there's a lot of stuff that it seems to dust over. It doesn't mention things that actually happened. Um, I'm sorry to any American listeners that were watching. U.S. soldiers did commit war crimes during Iraq. Uh, I know of some personally. I've got colleagues that know of some. Um, it wasn't... There's, there seems to be one big propaganda drive to, to boost US Army recruitment, and it doesn't seem like the sort of game that really should be seen in the light of day. I think Capcom had the, uh, made the right idea cancelling this game in the beginning, personally. So this begs the question, though. I mean, Capcom was going as a publisher, right? They weren't developing yeah. this. You said the developers, Atomic, Atomic Games? Yes, they uh, they announced it in 2009. It was supposed to be published by Capcom. Okay, 2009 or 9. Okay. Yeah, Capcom originally uh, abandoned the project, so it's been on hold since. Okay. No, my thing is the developer could still continue developing the game and find another publisher, right? If uh, yeah, they've Capcom yeah, they have found one. This is why it's being remade. It's where well, it's being finished and to be put out by. It's thing is by uh victorian high wire games have now take uh, are now releasing it um <coughs> atomic games sorry uh, atomic games are no longer going to be developing it it's now being done by high wire games okay, okay. oh wait it it's should be an interesting release yeah high wire games have heard of them before what other games have they released i actually don't know i don't think i've ever heard of this of this dev team to be honest me neither no, i've heard of them before um their slogan is "Old Dogs, New Tricks." So, oh. uh, they had, they have released a uh, PlayStation VR title uh, called Gollum, um, but I don't, I'm not seeing too many games by them. I mean, they have got they have been around for quite a while. Uh, they do have quite a large team. I'm just going through some of their games now. Uh, the only games that I can see on here is Gollum. I think that's yes. the only game. A large team for one game. That's. Mm. I mean, it, it looks about a team of about 40, for which for an indie studio is quite a large uh, staff number. That's so not it. small at all. Yeah, that's not no. small. They even yeah. use the Unreal Engine. Well, so I, think, I think that's going to be standard, bog standard. Do they have a planned, a projected release date for the title? Uh, they're saying 2000 this year, so it, it should be coming out um, 
I think at some point in 2021 it's got it for, uh, but I don't see a, a release date officially for it, like an official date. It's supposed to be this year, though. Okay, okay, this should be an interesting, interesting title to watch. Uh, we'll, we'll see what will happen with that. Uh, but we're going to take a short break. We'll be back in just a sec. Thank you for listening. And uh, we'll be back in just a second. I've always wanted to start my own business. Not just for my future, but for my family too. Something to pass on to my children. But where do I start? A website seems the way to go. But I don't know how to build one. I know, Mummy. At Pure Genius Media, you get a high-quality website. While keeping that personal touch. No matter your budget. They can build a website for you. You don't have to do a thing. If you want more info, go to puregeniusmedia.com. Wow, thank you, darling. Welcome. Can I have now? Okay, welcome back. Uh, we're going to be going on to uh, talking about the Warner Brothers patent. Um, this is kind of a big move. I'm sorry if you can hear that in the background. Somebody idiot with his bike. Um, it's kind of a big move. Uh, for Warner Brothers to do this. Uh, they basically, they have made a patent and have finally been successful in uh, in their Nemesis system, uh, which a lot of other devs and publishers use for their games. But they finally got the patent on it. Uh, Callum, do you want to, uh, to explain some context on this? Because I think this is quite shocking. Well, this is the thing about it. Uh, it was uh, the US Patent and Trademark Office uh, issued a notice uh, regarding this recently, uh, the 3rd of February. The, the patent isn't in effect yet, um, but when it is on the 23rd, it's going to be there until 2035, and they need to keep up with the fees. The Nemesis system is brilliant. It's not, but a lot a lot of other games, I mean, it has quite a broad spectrum of uh, games that sort of use around that, what it can co- cover, uh, sort of. Um, being able to affect how your enemies treat you by beating them in battle, how other people treat you from your actions, that sort of thing, which is, you know, a box. It's it's quite a standard uh, feature in a lot of games now. Do you think this is going to affect like game development going forward? It's going to be something. It depends because if let's say people stop buying the game because they don't like how it plays anymore because of the system. If people real, if if developers realize that people aren't going to buy the games uh, that they find fun because the system that they've implemented isn't adequate, then maybe maybe it'll be there. Maybe it'll last the whole twenty thirty five, or maybe it won't. But or perhaps other developers, uh, other developers probably could uh, use this, but then they'd have to pay royalties, right? Yes, so it could, st- it, could st- it could still be seen in other games, but then it comes down to a matter of paying that fee and then your development cost goes up. So that could be a possibility too, depending on who's making it. Do you, do, you, do you guys think that this could be a last desperate attempt? Because we know Warner Brother Games has been uh, kind of, how can we put this, kind of lacking uh, in the gaming department. I mean, they, they're struggling financially as far as we know. Um they haven't made their lot of their games haven't done very well. We're still waiting for the Suicide Squad to drop game to drop, uh, which was announced last year. Hopefully, they're going to release it this year. Uh, but I'd, you know, is this sort of like a desperate money grab to try and recoup some of their losses that they've made? But this is the thing. This is the thing. They patented so that no one else can use it. Uh, let's say pay royalty fees. It's just disgusting practice. Um, I hope people don't like the system just so that they don't buy the game, you know. <laughs> like, it's a decent, you know, it's... The system, when it's used in games, if used right, it's a good system. 
Um, yeah. Like, they use it in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, like a similar version of Watch Dogs Legion. So, well... Hopefully this is, uh, isn't going to last too long because I think this is going to damage quite a lot of small indie developers who rely on this sort of feature to move, get forward. Uh, so I, I, think, make... I, I think it was, sorry, I think it was also Warner Brothers Montreal that's developing the new Arkham Knight game and yep. um, they have pretty big shoes to fill after Rocksteady was done with the trilogy. So I, I agree, this is probably a money grab attempt and they need to have a hit on their hands. Whether they'll implement this in all their future titles, I don't know, because after they announced Suicide Squad and showed gameplay footage of uh, Arkham, Arkham Knights, uh, we really haven't seen anything else from them. No, we haven't. But they are supposed oh, yeah. to release in a Suicide Squad, which is done by Rocksteady Games. Yes, uh, yes. Shout out to Jamie if he's listening. Uh, but, you know, I th- uh, it's, it's kind of a rough situation for a lot of indie developers to be in. Can they really trust Warner Brothers? If they're going to do stuff like this. Well, Warner Brothers have always been sketchy as a game yeah. developer. Don't publish it. So. Well, um, speaking yeah. of which, Google aren't in the best of positions either right now. No, they're not. Um, if anybody hasn't heard this story, basically, uh, the Terraria, Terraria dev, uh, the developers for that game, uh, called out Stadia uh, this last week. Uh, Callum, do you want to give some people some uh, context on this and background? Well, um, basically, the Google Scoots, uh, basically, there was supposed to be a Terraria version uh, for Stadia. And everyone knows that there are games coming to Stadia, but also studios being shut down. Um, so the first party titles for Stadia, um, they're not really coming anymore, at least for the foreseeable future, uh, because Google's cutting costs, Stadia isn't doing well, so, and they're also cancelling games. Um but because of this, the dev, uh, it's like, okay, we're not going to support any more Google platforms. We're not going to support stuff like that. So how many people still play Terraria? That's, that's the I've question. Ne- I've personally never played it. Uh, I'm not a fan of that sort of game. Never uh, heard. I've heard of it. I've seen a lot of people that are into it. I know a lot of people that like that game, but I personally have never played it. It's just personal choice rather than uh, I've having anything bad to say about the game. I think it looks quite colourful. It looks quite good. You know, a lot of people find it fun to play. It's not really my sort of game, but, you know, that's just personal choice. Okay. Um, Tony, um, have you played Terraria? I checked it out at a friend's place. Again, it wasn't really my thing. Uh, like uh, Major said, I like the colours. I like what it's trying to do, but... Uh, I'm happy with my Switch, <laughs> you know, um, it's it's just not my jam. And uh, again, it's a very broad spectrum, so hey, as long as they're getting their sales, I guess everyone's happy, you know. Well, I think um, Amazon are also in this similar sort of vein, aren't they, with what they're doing yeah. at the moment. Um, if anybody's heard this story, their company CEO, Andy Jeshi, uh, has pledged his support to the company's gaming division. Uh, following internal struggles. But it seems to be that there's difficulties um, with Amazon Games in particular. Okay. Yeah. Um, this this is the thing. Amazon are trying a lot of different video game stuff now to kind of compete against Google. Like we Obviously, Amazon have always tried to compete against Google because they've got your Kindle Fire tablets. Mm. You've now got your game streaming. Amazon are trying to dip into that. 
So, uh, what Google can do, Amazon, I guess, could do better or do worse. It just depends because the Amazon Fire is a eh, product. It's it's not great. I don't really like their their tablets from Amazon. But uh, the games, yeah. I mean, it, 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 with it Jeff Bezos me. now gone, J- Jesse's going to be taking over. Um, there obviously there's concerns about they're constantly cancelling projects. Uh, yeah, same with yeah. Google, uh, mismanagement. Uh, they haven't got a great game engine uh, to build games themselves. Uh, so what what do you think they could do to really turn it around? Do you think they're going to have to go after Stadia Tech at some point? Or? I think they probably might just become publishers for the first year or so. You know, make that, make some money down that avenue. And then perhaps put, put in some money into like R&D for actual game development. I mean, there's money to be made in the industry if last year... COVID and Animal Crossing taught us anything. We said money is, there's this money to be made. So probably the safest bet would be, you know, you're a big comp, you're a conglomerate, you have the money, be a publisher, and then see whether you can start developing. That's what I think, but I could be completely wrong. Well, uh, Amazon are launching uh, Luna this year. Um, mm-hmm. For those of you who haven't heard what this is, it's basically 4K streaming. It's Google Stadia, uh, but the price package of five ninety nine a month. Which is cheaper than Stadia Pro, given. Uh, but they're going to be launching sort of like an Amazon. Amazon Luna is going to basically be like Xbox Game Pass in a way. Uh, and they've got prime uh, differentiated features. Amazon also announced a Ubisoft channel, uh, which will come with the newest Ubisoft games on the day and date they launch. Which seems pretty exciting. Personally, I'm a massive Ubisoft fan. I was a massive fan of Assassin's Creed. I thought Valhalla was probably one of the best uh, iterations in that series. But, you know, do, do you think they're going to have the the skill to sort of compete or do you think they're going to have the depth to be able to compete with the rest they've of the they've got the money they've got yeah, the they money have. i mean the richest you know what you're just world, describing obviously. what you're describing right now is probably where microsoft was before they launched the first xbox they have the money they're large enough just give it time is what i'm saying i mean it, it could it could just bomb or they could create a revolution the first xbox know. didn't necessarily bomb it was a good piece yeah it was, it was. I'm not saying it wasn't. It's, it's doing but, better uh, than Stadia. It did better than yeah. Stadia, you know, so... Uh, yeah, but but the skeptics were still there, right? They were like, okay, you're Microsoft, why do you want to develop a console? You know, they had a hard time convincing Japanese developers to come on board except for a handful and get the first party support from Japan. This almost sounds like that. Of course, the playing field is different. But, uh, hey, if you have the money, uh, anything's possible. I mean, do that's you think the way it I might see it. Be- do you think it might be because Microsoft became more successful than Stadia because consumers prefer having a physical console rather than streaming? The thing is, there is still a market for people not to buy a console and to stream. It's just that those people need a good internet connection and reliable yep. streaming, which, yes, they've got the internet connection, yet not everyone does, but you know, even though they have good internet connections, Stadia isn't working. So your infrastructure needs to be up there. They need to have a strong infrastructure. If they can do that, then it should work. Like GeForce Now, that's strong. And it works great. Well, uh, Starlink is supposed to be launching this year. Um, they, if anyone doesn't know, Tesla have launched... Space, sorry, not Tesla. SpaceX have launched uh, several satellites into the sky. So we could see a backup with Amazon partnering with SpaceX to deliver that service. Do you think that's possible? 
No, because they're literally competing against each other. It's Amazon Space Program against SpaceX. I don't think they'll support SpaceX. I didn't know Amazon were launching a space project. Um, well, I don't think... I think because Jeff Bozos was trying to do something. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazon have a space program. Uh, it was founded in 2000 by Jeff Bozos. They were competing against oh, SpaceX uh, uh, for a contract uh, uh, with the government. <laughs> Callum still cannot say Bezos. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to buy you something, man, to try and get, get his name. Like, uh, give him a call and just get him to keep repeating his name down the phone. <laughs> well, I think, I think since we're still on the topic of games, let's look at the gaming chart of this week. Um, so Super Mario 3D All Stars has not changed position. I don't think it will change position. It might go up a little bit before the start of March. Just. For obvious reasons, we don't want it pulled from the shelf. Cold War is three, uh, it is in third. Mario Kart 8 is in second, and then Animal Crossing is still in first. That's quite impressive. Well, I know that if Shinobi were here, he'd be ranting and raving and jumping for joy at the fact that the top four games, once again, are all Nintendo. Quite frankly, Animal Crossing being number one or number two for the last, well, how many how many months has it been out now? It's been out since the middle of last year, hasn't it? Yeah, it has, and everyone's been doing it because it's like you can interact with your friends on it. It's kind of like yeah. being alive again. Yeah, it's like being outside because there's not much you can do in your house, but you spend most of your time with friends or building stuff, or yeah, you know. But it's it's the sort of game where people, I mean, there is a, there is a, a margin that doesn't like it, but there is quite a lot of people that love this game. I'm, I'm wondering. Is this kind of the longest number one ranking game in history? I mean, this has been at the top of the charts now for months. It's been literally months. Yeah, it has. And um, I'm pretty sure Nintendo are going to be very happy that they published it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm hoping that they keep these uh, these updates going every month for a foreseeable future. There is supposed to be a three-year plan. Um, as far as, you know, we're into February now, the February... Uh, update has just dropped it's not big but it's something and they're still going so hopefully we're going to see another something by um march maybe we're going to start seeing you know easter egg hunts and stuff again when that comes around uh so well done nintendo you're uh you're this week's number one again uh, we'll find out the new gaming lists are going to be dropping tomorrow on icugaming.com we'll discuss that uh for next week's episode um but one game i am shocked to still see on these lists is gta 5 this game just will not die. Uh, have you guys played this yet? Have you guys played GTA? Um, have I? Yes, yes, yes. I have it on my PC. Um, I play it with all mods, you know, the ray tracing, real life stuff. So yeah, life of a PC. I mean, one way to summarize GTA, one way to summarize GTA Five is it's just quite simply the game that keeps giving. You know, it's yeah. not going to stop. And taking but- your money. Have you tried? <laughs> has anyone tried the Immortals Phoenix Rising game by Ubisoft? You, you know, I really wanted to. I'm glad you asked this question because I'm on the fence. I'm thinking whether I should get this or not uh, for the Switch. There's a demo so, on the Switch. Yeah, yeah, I probably should try it out. But uh, it looks interesting. Uh, not as good as Wait, can we uh, visually. To people, the people that haven't bought this game, I think Callum might be the person. To explain this game to people, to explain what this game's about, because I haven't bought it myself. It's kind I'll of go like for it. it's kind of like Greek mythology, but 
think of Breath of the Wild meets Greek mythology. It's it, it's not really an open world game, but it's like a linear open world game where you can still explore. There's things to do on the map, but your main objective is kind of over there. You have to get to there to progress with the story and stuff like that. It, it's, so it's kind of linear then? Yes, it's, it's, it's a linear open world kind of game. It's not open world as such. That would be giving it too much credit. Um, but it is fun. Um, you can do different moves. You can shoot your arrows and stuff. And there's a combat system with different abilities. It's it, it, it's kind of like the combat system in Xenoverse, but obviously you're not restricted to that battle field area. You can walk away from a battle and it will be fine. It's good. Uh, the game looks good on Switch. That's what I played the demo on. I might get it for the Series X. Uh, I think well, it might be part of Game Pass. So, well, go, going back to GTA, which isn't on the Switch, um, it's just made a hundred and forty sold a hundred and forty million copies. Um, I'm on GTA. You can find me on GTA at Major Pain. I can't remember the rest of it, but I am on there. Uh, I'm currently ranked five hundred fifteen. I've been playing since this game launched on the three sixty. I bought the collector's edition. Um, I wasn't a fan of online to begin with. I, I think, you know, looking at these numbers, it could be well be that GTA Online is the reason this game is selling still. I know I don't. I, if you play GTA Online yourself, you'll know this um, personally that a huge number of the player base now are all 12, 13, 14 years old, um, which are really keeping this game going. Do you think anything's going to stop GTA at this point? Well, this is the thing the age rating hasn't stopped it. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the player bases are younger and younger by the by the month at this point. I mean, if Rockstar keeps going, if this keeps going at this rate, do you think they'll even consider putting out a GTA Six? I don't think they ever will. Honestly, I think they'll be <laughs> happy uh, we, just we do actually know GTA Six is in development. It is, uh, but it's not going to be the same same GTA Six, uh, same GTA that we've seen in the last what five or six games. That Rockstar have released in that universe. Um, Leslie Benzies is gone. Uh, Laszlo Jones has gone. Uh, m- pretty much every developer that was in GTA, that made GTA 5 and Red Dead Redemption 2, have all left the company. A lot of the people there that are then in Rockstar right now are all young devs that were just come out of university or this is their first like proper uh, real dev job or developer job, real programming job. <laughs> So the game is going to be made by amateurs? Pretty much. <laughs> okay. I mean, Doug Hauser isn't there anymore. You know, the, the people that made the GTA series what it is today are all gone. There isn't, they aren't there anymore. So people getting excited about the next GTA 6 is coming, you know, it isn't going to be GTA as you know it. It may well be different. If you don't like the GTA Online, you want story mode back, uh, sorry to break it to you, Um it's more than likely GTA 6 will be GTA Online, but with a reformatted script and characters, it isn't going to be the typical GTA that you're used to, unfortunately. That's sad. Oh, sad times. It's actually well, sad. Well, yeah, you've already mentioned the sales as well. So, uh, second 100, 140 million. I mean, the, the top-selling game uh, ever made is Minecraft at 200. Uh, it's likely GTA will break that to be top selling by the end of this year, if not next. So we will see. Uh, we're going to take a short break. We'll be back in just a se- in a second. Uh, thank you for staying tuned to ICUGamer.com podcast.
You're listening to the ICU Gamer official podcast on icugamer.com. Okay, we're back. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake on PS5. I know uh, Shinobi sent me this, um, but this is looking more like a, a much more detailed uh, game than released on last gen. Uh, have you guys had a look at this? Have you seen sort of the... Do you think this is going to be a massive upgrade compared to what it was on PS4? Well, this is the thing. Is it going to be free for PS4 owners to upgrade to? Uh, it's... I don't know. It doesn't actually say. We couldn't find any information about that. But we do know it's going to be updated as far as graphics and audio and sort of things going to be concerned. Um, there's no news about part two yet. So this is obviously going to be part one um, updated graphics. Uh, but what do you guys think of this? Do you see, think this is going to be, you know, as big of a game when it comes out as it was on the PS4? Or do you just think people are just going to sort of pass over this? Um... I think it'll depend. Uh, go on, go on. Uh, it, it, I'll, I'll it, would, it, it would depend whether or not it's given out free. Um, yes, I, I know some people who will double dip, but if you want good sales, I recommend allowing a free upgrade path. Well, Reliable Source has said that there's going to be a substantial upgrade, including new story content. Um, I'm personally not a fan of them changing the original game too much. That original game. For me, anyways, best game ever made, story-wise, of all time. Um, the original, which was on PS1. Uh, if you've played the PS1 version, you know how iconic that game is. If they're adding stuff to it, um, then it's it's kind of taken away from that original game as far as changing things that don't really need to be changed. I mean, Square Enix have obviously said this new version is coming to PC as well. It's not just going to be PS5, uh, but will not be on the Xbox Series X. Yeah, I know it's that, and I feel bad for the Xbox owners, but I also know that devs aren't caring for the Microsoft systems as much as the PlayStation system. Um, yeah, I know you, you. We had this discussion last week. You said we asked you guys on Twitter um, if you were gonna, if what Callum should do with a PS, whether you should buy this Xbox Series X. Callum, what did you do? Did you make that decision? Well, I did buy an Xbox Series X, didn't I? Oh, I knew you would. I knew you would. Are you, have you played it yet? Or No, no, not got a chance to play it. I'm picking Congrats. it up on Monday. So. Well, well, let us know. Um, if it's possible, uh, set us up some gameplay so we can everyone can see what the uh, Series X, because not everybody has one yet, unfortunately. Um, there is still issues, but uh, we're going to move on quickly. Um, speaking of PS5... Uh, yes. So um, Sony have uh, been investigated for PS5 controller drift. Yep. Well, you know, Sony's now Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only difference is, is that Sony's not reimbursing players for their broken controllers. This is the thing, though. Apparently, even apparently, according to Shinobi, Xbox, Microsoft is having the same issue. So. Well, I wouldn't be surprised there at all. Um, they must be know, getting it from the same factory. Well, PS5 controllers, they are, they are, if you've played, the, if you've got a PS5 and you've used that new controller, it is remarkably smooth. Nice feeling controller, even, even reaction-wise. Um, it is it's really, really nice controller. Um, it is a really nice controller. Um, you know, but what, what do you think of the investigation? Do you think anything's going to happen uh, with... Well, Sony something did happen. 
Well, something did happen with Nintendo, so it's going to happen with Sony. Sony have less money as well, so... Um, whether or not Sony want to defend it more than Nintendo is up to Sony. Um, but they're going to lose a lot of money if they lose, so... Well, hopefully this isn't going to damage players too much. Uh, because there, there is uh, issues with the Dual 5 Sense... Uh, PS5, sorry, Dual Sense controller drift. Uh, there is a class action invest- investigation. Um, and we don't know too much at this point. We are going to keep you guys updated. Um, but it seems to be issues with the touchpad um, not registering. And, for example, if you're using FPS and you've got crosshairs, you're going to drift outwards and you're not going to be able to get a clean shot. Um, it's, you know, this is sort of, sort of thing that's becoming more and more common with these sort of more advanced controlling systems. And we never really had this issue when we had, like, the SNES or the Mega Drive or whatever. Well, we wouldn't. We didn't have... Uh, analog sticks. Yes, but at the same time, we still had, you know, we didn't have controller issues. The like Sega Saturn didn't have any drift, and I'm pretty sure the Dreamcast didn't have any reported drift on their analog sticks. So, well, hopefully there is, this is going to be fixed. Um, we will keep you guys updated. Um, hopefully, we'll have some more news coming next week, uh, but we will let you know. Um, but as far as PS5 goes, and we all know the PS5 uses is using Unreal Engine. Have you guys seen this new character creator? They've they've revealed it's all right it, it, it's, it's actually pretty cool it looks ultra realistic i couldn't honestly i showed this to my father my father's 67 years old he could not tell he thought he was looking at a normal person he didn't realize he was looking at a computer animated character that's the thing um it, it's getting real and more real all and all the time um like you could probably put my cat in a game and it'd look like my cat you know uh, nowadays so well, um, I'm, I'm excited to see what how far they can take this Unreal Engine. I mean, personally, now, I know you guys have seen this on Twitter. We have been teasing at it for a little while. Um, ICU Gamer is partnered with the dev studio. We are using Unreal Engine to build our first game. That is coming. Um, it's very slow at the moment. We were hoping to have news released this month. Uh, unfortunately, that's not going to happen uh, because we are looking for another development studio to partner with. But Unreal Engine 5's character creator, now it's actually officially launching. Do you think this is going to be a game changer as far as gaming goes? Because this system looks unreal. I see what you did there. That was a very, very nice pun. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's probably going to have more realistic game game models. It, everything's going to be a bit more realistic. If you like your immersive games, your virtual reality games especially as well, then... It's good. It, it's think we're going to see sort things. of artificial intelligence coming through, <laughs> coming through. With oh this, no! This, it it looks amazing. I mean, you can you can I couldn't tell. It's you know I think Epic Games have done an absolutely amazing job with this with this character engine. They have. Um, it's it's really impressive. It is. Uh, Tony, something you we need to talk about. Hmm. Uh, uh, something we need to add about the Unreal Engine is also that. Uh, the last generation actually saw Japanese developers jump on board and adopt it. Uh, I'm speaking specifically about like games like Tekken. Uh, they never used Unreal Engine before. So Unreal, I mean, that engine seems to be having a track record of garnering more and more user base in its developers. And I only see that growing even further. Now, something as ultra-realistic as the new engine... Uh, it is very new, but five years from now, it'll 
it'll be like it'll be like something every developer has to own you know uh, i think an unreal engine will probably make leeway into you know every nook and cranny and uh, developers that want to pick it up because they seem to be apparently it's a lot more easier to develop for than it was in the past so hats off to them for that well i i quite prefer unreal engine compared to other uh, game engines like Unity Pro, if anybody's ever used any of them, they're a lot more complicated. I'm aware oh, totally. this, yep. this, this iteration, this version, um, is kind of making it easier for anybody to use. Yep, yep. And it is so ultra-realistic. I think, you know, we're going to see a lot more games from a lot more indie developers using this system. Totally. Well, the future looks whilst, good with Unreal. Whilst we're right. talking about uh, PS5 and Unreal Engine, uh, we do have some good news for everybody. Um, according uh, to IGN, uh, and this has been put out other places as well, uh, Douglas Chapman MP has brought forward a bill to ban scalping in the United Kingdom. Now, I'm hoping this passes through because mm. um, this could see a change to uh, PS5 and Xbox Series X, people being able to get their hands on them. Um, but this is, you know, kind of a big thing. This was originally put out on Sky News um, last week. Uh, aims to supply similar restrictions on console reselling to those instituted for ticket talent in the UK. Uh, are you guys happy about this? Do you think this is going to be a big game? Very happy. Very, very happy. Well, you've managed to get your hands on a Series X, yep. unlike the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was actually pretty easy to win stock for half an hour. So. Oh, God. Yeah. So, do you think this bill, would you think this bill is going to pass? I mean, some people are saying that the bill may be unlikely to pass because it is kind of stifling free market. Um, considering we have a conservative government all about free market, uh, do you think this is going to pass? And if so, do you th- how quickly do you think that, you know, Sony and Microsoft are going to be able to get these consoles out after this bill passes? I don't think it's going to affect production that much or how many, many people can get one. There's still going to be production problems, but it should help to stop the overpriced consoles from reaching the market. Hopefully that's going to come soon. Um, as far as we know, uh, you, they've tabled an early day motion to discuss the banning of scalping and the use of automated bots for gaming consoles and computer components. Uh, so far it's got 32 signatures in the UK house. Uh, for any of the Americans that are listening, hopefully uh, you can petition your governors, etc., and your reps to um, push this forward for you for the UK Congress to go, uh, sorry, UK US Congress uh, to kind of debate and try and push this through as well, because it seems to be not just a problem here, but a problem in the US. Yeah, it's, yeah. Hopefully, it does get passed through to America. I think it's a big issue that scalpers exist. Um, so yeah, it should help availability a little bit. Um, but speaking of which, of deciding fate, uh, EA is still needing to decide the fate of Anthem because. Well, Anthem was heavily overhyped and didn't deliver too many people. No, I, I mean, I don't understand why this game's still out there. If you guys have played Anthem, then, you know, you'll know the issues with it. I mean, have you guys played Anthem? Have you had a go of it? I mean, it is free on I've Xbox never, Game Pass. On a, I've a never, played it. never played never it. Never played it. I've had about 10 minutes with it, and it was just never one played long it. drag. Um, but I, it is quite a good thing. I mean, if hopefully they'll have some news this week. Um, they're holding a meeting this week to determine whether it will continue, uh, whether they continue supporting the game, um, because they have tried to re-release it again. Uh, they failed in that mission. EA executives reviewed the latest version of Anthem 
next week and decide whether to expand the team or abandon the project altogether. Uh, do you think this is going to be sort of an issue for EA? Um, because their, their last two games have flopped massively. Uh, their last big game was with Bioware uh, with Mass Effect Trilogy. Um, and that was the last, I think, it was, was that the last success they had? Um, I think so. I think it might have been. So, yeah, we, we know, I mean, Anthem's, you know, it's been an absolute flop. Um, hopefully they're going to release some news this week. Um, but we will let you guys know as soon as we hear anything. Uh, we're going to take a break and we're going to go to some music right now. Um, this is going to be Shiduno featuring Yoshi. Hello. Catch you in a minute. Je n'ai pas de boîte ni de contact Heureusement que mon flow équivaut à une vape Des matchs de full contact Bap, rap c'est le beat down Je te la mets profond c'est le touch down Putain de choix difficile comme de un chill down hein. Appelle-moi Chris Brown uh -huh. Laisse-moi drink, laisse-moi smoke Et tout niqué comme les Daft Punk Laisse mes rimes, mes paroles Te niquer sans t'envoyer de pop Hello, 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 like hello, 
now. Yoshi. <laughs> I know you guys like that song. Cool. Uh, you can listen to that song right now on YouTube. Uh, it's also on uh, Shine City AV, uh, also known as, uh, on his SoundCloud. You can go listen to that now. Um, thank you very much to Yoshi D'Elia uh, for making that uh, second half of the track. Um, so we're going to move on to Disney. Uh, as closed two Blue Sky, as closing Blue Sky Studios, uh, their once dominant animation house behind the Ice Age franchise. Um, are you guys fan of? Uh, of I love Ice Age. I like Ice Age. I like the first two. Hilarious. There was like four or five films from there. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, I lost count after the second one. <laughs> Wait, how do you lose count after two? <laughs> <laughs> One, <laughs> two, and that's two. it. <laughs> one, two. Oh, that one must be the hundredth one. Yeah. One, two, hundred. <laughs> uh, well, the Blue it just, Sky Studios... It's, it's going to close down in April. Um, the number of Blue Skies employees were going to be 450. So this is more people out of work. Um, but they'll be working with employees at the Greenwich uh, City-based studio to explore and open positions at other internal studios. Um, do you think this sort of like it sounds to me like it's more of a cost-cutting measure, considering how obviously the entire industry has been impacted by the pandemic? Do you think this is sort of more of a cost-cutting issue, or do you just think you know they're trying to internal change internal uh, structure? Or well, Disney look like they're trying a lot of different things. I don't. No way. Well, they haven't come out with an Ice Age film in a while. Maybe the last film didn't do very well. They made um, $3.2 billion from the entire series. From the entire series, but yeah. what about the last film compared to the other films within the franchise? Uh, it says here, um, Spies in Disguise was distributed by Disney in 2019. Didn't do so well. Grossing only $66 million at a domestic box office, $171 million worldwide. Uh, that was the last film developed by the studio. Uh, as far as that, uh, that was the last film by the studio. 100, $171 million worldwide, which is a huge drop. If you look back at the uh, the first Ice Age, which is Continental Drift, they made $877 million worldwide uh, within the first year. Ice Age Meltdown made $660 million. Um, and then, of course, they had Ice Age Collision, 408 I mean, we are seeing a, gra- a gradual drop. Um, and the studio obviously hasn't been doing so well. Uh, do you think that they should they should have shut it down and maybe try and uh, recoup it by maybe adding a new IP, something different? Or do you think this was? I think a new them? IP is definitely on the books. Uh, in this in this era, this age, uh, you're probably going to see a lot of you know cost cutting and repurposing. Well, I mean, Disney Plus is doing absolutely so, massive business. Well, I'm guessing moment. repurposing is what's happening. There you go. And you never know, Ice Age might actually be brought back in after eight years, ten years. You never know, right? Because it is a solid franchise. Uh, it, it, it is a memorable franchise. Uh, but I think right now Disney is probably cost-cutting like every other company out there and trying to put money into what works considering the pandemic. I think yeah. that's pretty I mean, much the path everyone's taking. They seem to be... 100% focusing on Marvel at the moment. Um, obviously, you guys have been watching WandaVision. Yep, have yep. you guys seen WandaVision yet? 
Yeah, I've seen the first three episodes. Yeah. Um, the first two weren't that great, but the third one was when I started. You well, know. it did release. But... Episode six released last mm. Friday. Uh, there is a return, possibly, of the X-Men coming to the Marvel Universe, or the movie Marvel Universe. Nice to see Quicksilver, the different version, show up. Yeah. Uh, do you think this is a better choice? Do you think they should have bought the uh, the movie actor back rather than the original Quicksilver in the X-Men series? Well, this is a thing they've recasted before, like Hulk, for example, Bruce Banner. Um, he was Edward Norton originally. Yeah. I mean, if you watch the original Hulk TV series, you'd know that's not true. But... <laughs> uh, I, I... <laughs> I know personally, you know, this is going to be sort of a big change for One Division, um, and it's, it's a massive franchise for Disney Plus now. They're doing extremely well. Um, more people are invested in Disney Plus. Their numbers are going up as far as subscribers. Uh, One Division seems to be leading the way, um, but we do know there's a new TV series coming out for another Marvel franchise, Wakanda. Uh, yes, the Black Panther universe. They are releasing a new film. Uh, they're not going to be reprising the role for the Black Panther. Um, do you guys think that it's going? What sort of what sort of theories do you have for this new TV series that could be dropping? I think it's going to be more kind of what the movie was, but in a TV format. Make way you for you the don't second. Think they're going to expand sort of on the history of Wakanda, and because obviously this comes post. They could. They could. They could. You know, maybe the childhood, maybe the previous Black Panther, his father. Possibly. I mean, they're not going to be replacing the role of the main actor. Um, they can't, they can't. Yeah. Um, and I think, in a way, that's respectful also. But uh, it's their call. And if they chose not to do that, hey, it's their call. Uh, but uh, it could be a prequel or you never know. It just could be a spin-off. Uh, but what, what you also see happening is after Disney acquired uh, Fox... I think this is the 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 televisions television. I'm saying the, the serials are a segue to incorporate these uh, Fox actors, the Fox characters rather, uh, into their next uh, metaverse, uh, magnum opus, whatever you want to call that. I think that's what's happening right now with the uh, uh, introduction of Quicksilver. Uh, just wanted to throw that in there. Well, I'm hoping, obviously, they're not going to be recasting because of, obviously, the sad passing yeah. of Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'd like to see uh, the women of Wakanda sort of featured more, uh, totally. sort of going to their stories, because this is post-Blink, um, obviously, the when anyone got blinked out of existence. Um, but I'd like to see sort of how Wakanda has grown since then, um, because, obviously, the, they were uh, unaffected by it. Uh, and they so alluded to that. The... They alluded to. They, they alluded that the, it would focus on his sister, uh, unless they change plans. Uh, at least the next movie. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, your guess is as good as mine. Well, I'm, I'm, do you think they're going to be releasing anything else regarding the uh, Marvel movies as a TV show? I mean, we've had WandaVision. We've had obviously there's there's confirmation of the new Wakanda series. Um, what other sort of RPs do you think they're going to be coming out with from the Marvel Universe? Do you think we're going to see a, a Thor TV series or, you know, a Spider-Man or... Spider-Man, most likely. Um, I put more bets into um, having a Spider-Man series than any other, to be fair. Heck, even Iron Man might if Robert Downey Jr. wants to reprise his role. 
Um, that sort that sort have to be past history, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah but Iron Man. to be fair, who complain about past history? It's more Iron Man, isn't it? If, that's yeah. the main reason everyone watched the MCU is because of Iron Man. Do you think they could bring anything else out for Iron Man, though? Hmm. Well, if Robert Downey Jr. gets one big paycheck at the end of it, I'm sure everyone's be happy. Yeah, but what sort of stories? I mean, do you think they're gonna go with? I mean, we well, see they, it's kind of it started like the movie started from when he first became Iron Man all the way up until his death. Do you think there's anything else? Well, well there could be it? a spin-off series of where of of during between uh, Infinity War and Endgame, um, because there must there must have been some threats within within that time span. There must have been some evil that. Iron Man needed to help defend in that time because it was like seven years or something. Yeah. Like something must have happened in that seven years. Well, uh, hopefully they're not going to include Pepper Potts. Uh, I do not want to see a return to that for noble reasons. So you guys can Google it if you don't know what I'm talking about. Let's just hope not. Um, but, you know, if do you think Tom Holland, because we know Tom Holland is going to be uh, keeping his hair cut uh, because he is starring in the Uncharted movie, um, and he thinks that the haircut he's got is cooler than it is for Spider-Man, and he's put his foot down uh, to the filmmakers that he isn't going to be changing his haircut. Uh, do you think Tom Holland could possibly be cast uh, as Spider-Man if they were to bring out a TV series, or do you think they're going to find another actor? They're going to have Tom Holland. He's the most popular Spider-Man at this current time. And they've gone through too much trouble getting Tom Holland on board and coming to an agreement with Sony. I think it, it just makes sense to stick with one face for now. You know. Yeah. I mean, I think personally, a Spider-Man movie ever, uh, Spider-Man TV series ever got made released or ever got made, um, it could well be the the biggest franchise for Disney Plus. The or thing totally, is, and doesn't Sony doesn't Sony also own the TV rights to it as well? To Spider-Man? They, do but they did sell uh, partly those rights to Disney so they could use it to make the movie franchise. Obviously, Sony have no. Um, I mean, S- Spider-Man for Sony is like their, you know, money it's, maker. It's, yeah, it's their it's their biggest thing that they have. Um, obviously, they have you know interest in other things, but Spider-Man is their biggest IP uh, by by a huge mile. Um, do you think that they could? possibly release that to disney as well to see if we could get a spider-man tv series i mean we haven't had one since the cartoons i mean if they do a tv series that'll be a nice way to do the multiverse spiders yeah they could have the multiverse spiders the um yeah i i believe that they have a lot to work with with the multiverse spider-man movies to make a tv series from it so um yeah, so uh, Gina uh, Carano was fired from The Mandalorian. Yes, um, this has been huge news for the last four days. She, they've, she's lost her talent agent. Uh, she's lost the right. She's not going to be on Mandalorian anymore. Um, thank God. Personally, I don't think she's that good of an actor um, to be, you know, such a prominent role. She was originally in Deadpool. Um, she was in the Deadpool film. Uh, so she's kind of playing two roles within that sort of universe um, within Disney. But, you know, what what do you guys think of what she said? Do you think she made... Because there's a lot of debate of did she actually make uh, transphobic comments on Twitter? 
you think that was because she you know you obviously if you guys know um the him her is it him his uh theirs or something or they them theirs they them they they you prefer to them as they if i'm not yeah. mistaken uh so you know she wrote be bop boop on her twitter profile some people are saying that wasn't transphobic do you think that is a? Uh, do you think they were correct in that or do you think that she was being transphobic based on the other things that she had said? Beep, up, boop. Well, <laughs> I'm just trying to process this. Yeah, same. I mean, she had made um, anti-mask rhetoric. Uh, she shared pro-Trump um, things on Twitter. She compared Republicans to Jews in the Holocaust. Uh, but the thing that people seem to be... Um, sticking on is the fact that they don't think she made transphobic comments it's, it seems to me like what about ism uh you know dismissing she's, everything else she's done other she's done other things wrong they shouldn't dismiss the other things everything yeah. should be looked at um i mean there that, is a huge population a huge percentage of uh people that still think she shouldn't have been fired at all based those... on those comments I think, think it's because the there's a lot off? of fans. I think there's a lot of fans of the Mandalorian that would like to see her again, and I think that's those are the people that don't want to agree with this. Well, do you think they'll write her character off? Yeah, or recast her. They'll write. I think it off. possibly. I think they'll recast because that this it's a prominent role in that series. I mean, I didn't. I haven't seen the ending of season. That's why I asked. That's why I asked. Yeah. yeah. But you know, if they do happen to recast her, um. I obviously don't know. You guys can let us know what happened in season, the end of season two, because I haven't watched the full bit of Mandalorian yet. Um, but if they were to recast her, who do you think they might get? Because she's such a, she's a, a recognisable face for that franchise, for that season, for that series. Who, what other actors, actresses do you think they could uh, put in that role? Um, I don't. I can't think of any. Megan Fox. <laughs> that would be nice. That would be nice. She hasn't worked for quite a while. Um, but personally, do you think they were right in firing her? Do you think this was a correct decision? I, I think they're going to write her they, off. They should have let her off. No, no, write her off. Oh, write her off, yeah. I mean, you know, they even her talent, was it a talent agency? Uh, they said that they wanted to get rid of her for a couple of months. Mm. Lucasfilm wanted to get rid of her. You know, you know, this this should have been the right decision. What about you, Tony? What do you think on it? I I feel uh, I think uh, Callum touched on this. I mean, if you're going to do something like this, you're going you, you're going to have to make sure you look at everything as she yeah is done. And if the studio set her off, they probably wouldn't make a decision like this without doing their due diligence. Uh, you know, so I'm guessing if they had their reasons. They're probably sound. I'm not saying I'm siding with them. I just don't know what the studio's reasons are. All I'm saying is they probably should have good reason to 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 let her go. Uh, and me sitting in my room here, if I'm a fan, if I'm a fan of what she does and the moaning and groaning about it is not going to change how the studio perceives uh, if she could be a liability for the company, right? So you've got to look at all these things from their perspective. So if a decision was made... I don't think it would have been an impulsive one is what I'm getting at. Okay. Well, and let's move on. 
Do yeah, you want to we will it? be uh, right back in just a second. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to the IC Gamer podcast on icgamer.com. Ah, brother say they bang for me, but they ran on me. Couple donnies started beef, then they hit the stand on me. Blood, I do this since a teen. How you pull a shank on me? Lucky go that put his hands on me. Had a blend for me, cause my life in hell go. Now I'm sipping gold bottles with my bros. Dirty Harry, pull up on your bed and say you're not involved. We've been chasing hella dough, breaking bread with some legends on the road. Size 11s keep the pressure on their throats. I remember we was broke, never had the hope. Mommy had some stresses of her own, so she couldn't cope. Bailey's calling up the phone, threatening the home. I swear I tried to get a job, but I couldn't do. Eight people on the door, juggling alone. That's why I had to go and rob, trying to light the load. Remember seeing my cousin in no designer clothes. Then I remember first time I sold her for a bowl. Lord forgive me, we lived in hell where the angels nitty. The red bricks and the stairs kissy. You reading braille when the boy didn't do a 360. You walk these back roads knowing no one's gonna save me. I have to save myself when eating bread. It was always stealth. But either starve or grab a fork as well. Learn how to buy and sell. They tied the court and bell. They see my halo as a fall and tell. Hella salty, lucky I am not a snail. They pray I fell, but SP got me batting. But since he left my heart, it's kind of black and forth saying, let it ring like sign. Now anyone trying to test my faction, I've never shied away from action. And I am not a gangster, and I am not a bad boy. But try and draw me out, I prove that you ain't got a talent. These guys should change their name to Jimmy Fallon. Stick to a nine to five and stay far away from Pembury and Balance. Shine CEAV, making new money. My chicks are hella sexy, but I block them if they move funny. She better prove it if she do love me, cause I got hella options. Me and NSG don't share the same problems. I make them fall in love, how I walk them. I got their head spinning, head spinning, that is worth a dark rotten. She thinks I know her name, but I've forgotten. She said she caught some things, now she wondering when she can come and drop in my shit. No money, now it's showtime. SP said we didn't need a cosign. Free with the mail, so good, we call him Hines. If he had a robot arm, I wouldn't be surprised. My past isn't something that I glamorize. I couldn't help being stabbed nine times or leaving school with no GCSEs with no rap for good advice. Or trying to tell my pops and getting no reply. Hella pain, but I always say I'm doing fine. Hella rain helps appreciate the sunny skies. Hopefully, you can learn something from my life. We made do with what we had, trying to survive. That's why I can't relate to these other guys that had a choice. Me and them don't share the same voice. If you don't practice loyalty, we can't be boys. If you don't speak prosperity, I'm hearing noise. This is me and I can't be nobody else. I'm pulling magic tricks with the cards I've been dealt. They thought that I would jam but didn't know I'm Michael Phelps. I looked to my left and only right there as well. Was living in a show cause I was battling depression. It's funny now I'm looking at those struggles as a blessing. Cause I didn't finish school but I got hella life lessons. And I can call Marv whenever I've got a question. And nothing that I've said is fiction. Hansi tells you about the planning stages in the kitchen. Jakey told you about the long journeys on the mission. S is gone so I gotta carry out this vision. And I haven't even touched on the canaries, listen. But that's not important. No point in saying what I got, not telling how I bought them. All this weight I've had to carry made my shoulders broaden. And hearing she just brings a lion boredom. It's AV.
that was Sean City AV intro freestyle. Uh, you can find it on YouTube and on iTunes if you guys want to listen to that again. Okay, we're back. Uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition assets removed. Who here preferred? To so, quick question. Uh, Ashley or Miranda? Uh, kind of a difficult one, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, we know you haven't played Mass Effect. <laughs> but you said yeah. you've seen the images of them too, and you sort of you, you know about the characters. Which one would you prefer, Ashley or Miranda? I'm a sucker for Miranda, I think. Tony, what about you? In the interest of balance, I will go with Ashley. <laughs> okay, uh, you and me are very much on the same page there, Tony. Unfortunately, <laughs> Callum, uh, Miranda's butt has been removed from the game. Uh, there is a yeah. scene, uh, which is not surprising. We know about this already. Her image of her posterior, her rear, has been removed from a particular scene, particularly where she's speaking about her sister, uh, which is kind of a sad story. Uh, for some reason, the original developers uh, decided that this was a good time to look at the outline of her butt. Um, but there is uh, other assets they've removed as well. well as we spoke about last week, it was a Pinnacle Station. It was a DLC for Mass Effect 1. Um, the graphics have been severely updated. They are look a lot better, especially for the first game. Um, but Miranda's butt has been removed. I mean, this is kind of weird that they would, you know. Okay, quick question about this. Uh, when you phrase it that way, have they changed the character model or what the camera's focusing on? <laughs> is my I question. think they might have changed uh, the where the camera's focusing. I mean, this is kind of okay. a weird um, issue with like Miranda's posterior uh because obviously you know, that she she was made by her father i mean what decision ran through his, his head when they he described how he wanted it to look i mean she's designed to be the perfect human being mm-hmm. yes yeah, so a nice butt is nice i don't know <laughs> yeah but it's her father that's like yeah. what did he say to the doctors give, yeah, my, but she created... give my daughter a rocking ass you know what I mean? why would why would any dad want to say to a doctor yeah plastic surgeon here's what i want you to do make her pretty and give her a nice ass like that's creepy maybe so they probably gave her a nice ass so that she could get a nice boyfriend uh, he kept a lot progeny <laughs> he kept uh, a lot to wait for a considerable period. I've never played the game, so I know you haven't. So, I'm trying to. <laughs> so they'll probably they'll probably rebrand this as just M Effect since there's no ass in it anymore. You know. Yeah, so I think they focus more on her face now for this. Uh, for so this it's little. face effect. Yeah, <laughs> although she has got quite a pretty face. The actor who plays her is a beautiful woman. Um, but yeah, they've removed a lot of assets. Some of it made through corrupt uh, through corrupted file source code. Uh, include Pinnacle Station, um, which the DLC wasn't that good anyway. Um, they've removed a lot of that, like some speech. Uh, they've removed a few background characters. They've changed a few things up, and they've made the game look a lot smoother. Um, but do you think this is going to be sort of? It's they've taken away too much because they are they have removed a large number of assets from this game. They've taken away too much ass. So yes, we know what you're like about bums. I... I honestly think the mod community is going to fix that. Regardless, I of think what they this do. could probably be back. I think the PC yeah. gamers, when they get their hands on yeah. this, they're going to put. Everything. You can't call it a legendary edition otherwise. And if not, the mod community is <laughs> well, going to well, do that. Miranda's butt is legendary. Let's <laughs> <laughs> Decided. Yeah, it has to be on the front cover. I think. I think that's the. Uh, but you want to know what's even more sexy than Miranda's butt? 
I don't know. Super Mar- Super Mario's button, Mario 64 with ray tracing. Oh. But... <laughs> Why are you looking at Mario's butt? I'm not looking at Mario's butt. You are. Come on. <laughs> you said it right. You said That's Mario. That's Boy. That's Mo and Boy. That look at that. Fat middle-aged Italian guy who spends most of his time in drains. You think he's more? He has a more appealing posterior than Miranda. With ray tracing, yes. Yes, yeah, so he's more defined. You like him more defined. I think you hit a very sensitive note there, Callum. <laughs> very sensitive. <laughs> I think you into that. Well, um. Super Mario 64 now has ray tracing and it looks cool. It actually looks yeah. really nice. It does. For those that actually own an RTX like, card. It's more rounded. Um, this was done by modders, obviously. This isn't a uh, a new thing that developers have added. This is obviously a mod. Um, but there is now ray tracing in Mario 64. I actually have Mario 64 on the N64. Um, and I'm going to be playing that later. Hopefully, uh, I'm going to be able to get my hands on this modded version um, because I do like the original uh, N64 version of Mario. Wait, 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 what graphics card do you have? Because it's an RTX title. I've just got a bog standard um, computer at the moment. I am working towards getting a fully working gaming PC. Hopefully by next year but it is a a long way off because it is so expensive. Maybe you should get yourself a Series X. You can give me your one if you want (laughs) <laughs> rid of, you want a PS5 just give it to me man it'd be a nice Christmas present but do you have a PS5 do you have a PS5 I, I don't have a PS5 well I'll trade you it once you get a PS5 oh I want both oh I want to get both I want to keep both I mean uh, there's exclusives on both I want I've got both the current gen consoles I want the both next gen consoles as well okay well tip and trick so Games to get this year. Yes. Uh, this is one little game uh, that we're going to play towards the end. We are coming towards the end, guys. Uh, so all three of us have to pick a game uh, that we want for this next year's release. Uh, games that you think that everybody should have. You can't all pick the same one. So we're going to go alphabetically. With... So should this game have been released? Or... Uh, it's any game that's coming out, not a game that okay. has been released. Um, okay, okay, and gotcha. game you think other people should buy. We're going to go with Callum first. <laughs> well, Sonic if it ever gets announced. <laughs> Is that been announced? Has Sonic already been announced? No, not the new Sonic game. Yeah, but we want a, we want a game that's been announced. Come on. Oh. It's been announced that we know that's actually coming out. I mean, there is a huge amount of games that are due to be released this year. That is very true. That is very, very true. Well... Um, this one's going to be a joke one. I won't actually be getting this one. But Galgun, get the new Galgun Reloaded. <laughs> so you see, so your your advice to people is to get a game you don't want yourself. <laughs> yeah, because it's perfect for those that like um, shooting half naked schoolgirls. So that's disgusting. <laughs> exactly. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't want. That's what I said. I don't want the game. <laughs> All right. Well, get, get game you want if you want to get yourself because I've got one. My one is Black Myth Wukong. If you guys haven't seen the trailer for it yet, mm. uh, I'm going to link it on Twitter uh, as soon as this podcast launches. Go and watch the trailer. It's basically, uh, if you guys have ever seen the Japanese TV show of Monkey, uh, it looks very much like that. It's crossed between that, Dead Souls, um, and there's a lot of... Uh, lots, it's more magic-based than it is the 
not sword wielding. Uh, well, it's everything. Everybody in this game is a monkey or a, a rhino or a giraffe. They're all animals. <laughs> well, if I'm going to be serious about this, the game that I'm looking forward to the most would have to be Back for Blood. Oh, it's like yeah. a Left for Dead style game. It's going to be awesome. Uh, that we actually did cover when they covered their Kickstarter. That game looks absolutely insane. We can actually register for the closed alpha right now. We can. Uh, I have registered. If you guys want to register, I'll also link that on the article as well. So you guys can go ahead and uh, click on it and register yourself. Because that game does look very, very good. Yeah. What game do you think? Uh, My one, I think you can all guess. uh, It's the reason I got a Switch. And it's Breath of the Wild too. Can't wait for that one. Breath of the Wild. What do you think that game's going to sort of be about? Do you think it's going to carry on from the first game? or See, from the... this is the thing about Nintendo. They play their cards very close until, boom, it's time to launch the game. From the assets from the E3 trailer they released last year, it looks like it takes place in the same universe. But at the same time, they released uh, Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity, which is a oh. Dynasty Warriors kind of game. And that takes place... This is a spoiler. This is a spoiler. I don't think I want to go there. But once no, you play it or read up about it, you'll realize... Uh, we can give a spoiler. If you guys don't want to hear the spoiler, okay. thank you very much. But... Okay. Tony, go ahead. <laughs> okay, what I was saying was uh, Age of Calamity takes place in a separate universe, which leads me to kind of think that Breath of the Wild 2 might also be the same because Princess Zelda's hairstyle is different. The assets are the same. The artwork is the same. So I don't know, and Nintendo isn't saying anything yet, and it's quite frustrating. Uh, and this month is their 20, uh, 35th anniversary. So Nintendo, if you're listening, out with it. Give us some news. God damn yes, it. please do. I mean, that we did have the uh, Nintendo Showcase last year. Hopefully, they sh- they do usually release one for the summer, um, sort of games yeah. they're bringing out for the next year. So hopefully soon yeah. we might hear something for Breath of the Wild 2. Um, fingers crossed. Uh, unfortunately, we don't get too much news from Nintendo. Uh, they don't send us too much, but we will keep our ears to the ground and bring you wherever we can. But um, that's it for this episode. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Don't forget, Thank you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, at ICU Gamer, uh, and also on Instagram at ICU Gamer Official. From me, from Callum, uh, unfortunately from Shinobi because he's not here today, uh, and also from Tony. Uh, take care, guys. Peace. See you guys. Peace. Bye. Bye. Peace.